Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. This is the first new series that I'm doing. Every first Monday of the month, I will have this show on for anyone who is releasing the book during the month of the show. So in other words, if you're releasing a book in November, come on, tell us about yourself, tell us about your book, tell us about your links, and let's get you some promotion. Before I get started, though, I want to remind everyone who's listening that we have a page in Facebook called Book Review Crew. These are honest-to-goodness, really, really smart brilliant, well-read reviewers who read in every genre there is. Not only that, they do reviews on our pages that generate anywhere from 200 to 42,000 organic likes. They do a full review, they do a recommendation, they post the cover of your book, and they also give your Amazon buy link. Um, So I want to just tell you a couple of the books that they've been recommending lately. And then we're going to get to my guests. So the first book is by Wendy Byrne. She has um, a new book out called Dirty Deeds and Secrets. She's been on my show before. Hopefully I'll have her back on soon. Another one is Barb Warner Dean. Her follow-up book is called Whistle Stop Canteen. Uh, Glenda Burgess was recently just on one of her other shows. Um, Her book is out now. It's called As Long As We're Together. Another recommended book is Joshua Harris's book called Unorthodoxy. I can't tell you what genre it is, but it's a it's just a really fascinating book I think you're going to like. One of the first authors I ever met at a book conference is Joseph Badal, B-A-D-A-L. He has a new book releasing in, in um, this month called Justice. Fantastic writer. I highly recommend it. If you are interested in forensics and police procedurals, I highly recommend Sheila Lowe's Proof of Life. Um, Not only is she a forensic handwriting expert, but um, she's a fabulous author as well. One of my old friends and uh, who lives here in Southwest Florida, Jeffrey has has a book called No Salvation that received well over 10,000 organic hits on it. It's worth it. Another reviewer, uh, another book review that was highly recommended was John Rhodes' Breaking Point. It's a historical. I think you'll like it. And my, to my dear old friend, editor and author Lori Boris, she has a book out called The Kitchen Brigade. So I hope you stop by Book Review Crew on Facebook. Um, my first guest is Natasha Bajima. Natasha is um, probably the most brilliant woman I know. She is... Um, a PhD in chemistry, but she is an expert on uh, emergent emergent technologies, the web and weapons of mass destruction. She um, has a podcast in our network called authors of mass destruction. She briefs the Pentagon and other agencies about emerging technologies. Welcome to authors on the air, Natasha. Thank you so much, Pam. It's great to be here. I love having you on the show because Um, At least it's not me always talking to people and and stumbling over my words. You have been writing for a while now. As a matter of fact, when you and I met a couple years ago, you had just finished with your first book. Will you tell us about your books that you have out now and what your plans are? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so I have two books out in the same series called the Laura Kingsley series. The first book is called Bionic Bug, and the second book is called Project Gecko. And this is a mystery series with thriller and science fiction elements. So it's set about 10 years in the future, and um, it's highly technology-focused. My protagonist is female. She's a private investigator and a formal special, former Special Forces officer. Um, and so the, the novels are set in Washington, D.C., and each one of them features kind of up-and-coming technologies. And the first, for example, the bionic bug, this is a live beetle that um, has a microelectronics package on its back that allows it to be, uh, its flight to be controlled by a human operator. Well, it's kind of like the insect version of a drone. Yes, the insect version of the drone, and this is actually possible. In fact, um, DARPA has been doing research on this for more than a decade, and it was a couple years ago that um, scientists were finally able to get a beetle to fly um, remote, with remote operation. So you might ask the question, why beetle? Why not just make a really small robot? Well, one of the reasons is that a beetle actually has its own energy supply, so it obviously gets its energy um, by feeding on um, food source, and um, as a result, it powers its own wings with that energy supply. So when you build a small robot, most of the battery, which would have to be fairly heavy, would go to powering the wings. Now, tell me about Project Gecko. So Project Gecko is the sequel. Um, it's the next one in the series. And um, Project Gecko is featuring um, military-grade technologies. So um, China, the United States, Russia, are all in a competition to develop advanced technologies for the battlefield. These include um, exoskeletons to increase human strength and endurance. They can include um, nanomaterials that allow for kind of tracking of a soldier's um, internal, you know, heartbeat, temperature, right. all sorts of kind of health conditions. It could be um, spider silk. Um, which is produced by spiders, also silkworms, um, that is the, one of the strongest materials that, that exist, using that as armor instead of um, the Kevlar that we have now because it's much lighter, much more flexible. Uh, so there are so many materials and equipment that are being developed um, for the battlefield, and so Project Gecko revolves around kind of the competition between China and the United States, and that competition gets bloody in the streets of Washington, D.C. Um, are you writing a sequel, or are you following up, or are you starting something new? Yes, so I'm, I'm, I finished the third book, which is actually the book that's releasing in November, um, aiming for November 27. It will be up on Amazon as an e-book and also print version, as well as other retailers. And so this is the third book in the series, and really um, it's called Genomic Data. And it really revolves around the fact that um, each one of our genomes um, consists of uh, letters, G's, C's, T's, and A's. These are chemicals that make up our DNA. And more and more we are sequencing that DNA, so basically figuring out what order those letters um, are in. And that determines uh, color of our eyes, um, intelligence. Right. It also can cause disease. And so as we move into the future, we're going to be sequencing our DNA more and more. But here's the catch. When you sequence your DNA, you create it in, in digital form, meaning it can be stored on a computer and be sent by email. 
And so this data is being collected in databases um, in the United States and around the world. And so genomic data uh, revolves around some of those risks, but in this book, um, Laura Kingsley gets asked to help find a kidnapped girl. So the parents of the kidnapped girl hire her to assist the police. And um, part of the book also digs deeper into her past and to her family history. And so um, she, she learns a lot about her own genomic data. Wow. It sounds pretty fascinating. And will we have to be as smart as you to read these books to understand what's going on? Definitely not. Definitely not. And <laughs> okay. I should clarify that I, I don't have a PhD in chemistry, so I'm actually not as smart oh. as you think. I have a PhD in international relations, which means I'm not a hard scientist. So I write about science for the layman, meaning uh -huh. anybody it's accessible to anybody. Basically, I'm really good at explaining complex scientific topics because I'm not a hard scientist. <laughs> I, well, I don't know all that uh, gobbledygook. <laughs> And listen, you have a podcast, Authors of Mass Destruction. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so I launched the podcast in March. Um, it is uh, once every two weeks now. And essentially the podcast revolves around um, making uh, very complex topics related to nuclear, chemical, biological weapons, and emerging technologies accessible to writers. So that means they're also accessible to readers. So I've heard that it's a lot of people who are not writers are listening to the podcast and kind of learning about nuclear weapons, learning about what's going on with Iran, um, learning about artificial intelligence. And so I bring on guests. So some of them are subject matter experts. Some of them um, were former government officials. So I've had a number of guests who've worked at the White House come on. I have interviewed police officers and detectives. Um, I have interviewed um, best-selling authors like Max Brooks and Brad Taylor. Um, so basically, that's the gist. I love it. Can you please tell us your website? Yeah, so my website is natashabajima.com. That's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-B-A-J-E-M-A.com. And your books are available on Amazon? Yes, the first two books are on, available on Amazon. The first one's available as an ebook, print, and audiobook. The second one is ebook and print. Natasha, thank you so much for being with me. I'm going to have you back on another show because there's so much of your career to encompass and, and we can't dissect it all in just five minutes. But thank you for being with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Pam. It's been a pleasure. See you later. Bye bye. My my next guest is Lisa Kalogny. Hi, Lisa. How are you today? Hi, Pam. Thank you for having me. I'm fine. It's it's my pleasure. Um, we kind of got tripped up in our wires there. I know you were calling in to a show, but you were really trying to get in touch with me to find out how you can get on a show. So welcome That's to correct. Authors on the Air. Um, tell me a, a, about your current book, please. Okay, the current book is called Terminus. It's book three in the Town Time for God series. And the first book was uh, Turbulence. The second book was Crossroads. And the one releasing this month is, is Terminus. And basically it's about these uh, a female U.S. Marshal and a New York City police detective. It's set in modern-day New York. And they are part of a task force that ends up capturing this, uh, this drug kingpin. And they get assigned to expedite him back to New York State uh, – I'm sorry, Washington State. They don't particularly mm -hmm. get along very much. There's lots of bickering and, and fighting, and they you find out they have a sort of kind of a history together. Somewhere mm -hmm. around Nebraska, they are intercepted by his by the drug folks' people 
who end up taking him and leaving them the, for dead. So they wander around for about three days in the woods, bickering and fighting, trying to survive, and they're picked up by an old farmer who takes him back to his house and offers them aid and some food and tries to get them cleaned up. And they notice very quickly that something's just not quite right. So they end up realizing that they're back in 1869, Nebraska. Oh, so time travel. Yeah. Wow. So the first book is, is, tur- is Turbulence, and it's mostly about their trying to fit in, trying to figure out how they got there and how to get home. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, like a, a kind, of a, kind of a moonlighting gone awry. And then the second book, Crossroads, is kind of them accepting their new surroundings. There's a, a deputy that's kind of the, 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 the pendulums of evil, and he's kind of taken a fixation on, on Devin McKenzie, who's the female uh, protagonist. And then the third book, they're trying to get home. Terminus brings them back to New York City, trying to explain where they've been. Nobody really believes them, so it's kind of a very long story that's spread out over three books. Now, um, are your books available now? All three of them are available on Amazon? Yes, the first one was August, the second one was released in September, and then Terminus will be out next week. Wow, that's a lot of books in a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. Now, you well, also I have been write working on it, them and just kind of, I'm sorry, go oh, ahead. You also write in other genres too, don't you? Correct. I have a picture book that won, a, won an award in 2015. It's more of a middle, it's more of a elementary kindergarten about uh, school situations, the new first day of the class. I have a 14-year-old, but at the time she was about seven or eight. And every year, the first day of the new class, you know, oh, I want to go back to Mrs. So-and-so. I hate this new class. I hate this new teacher. So that book really focused on trying to help the kids acclimate to the new school year. Uh, we won the oh, 2015 fun. Purple, thank you, Purple Dragonfly Award. Oh, and then congratulations. The other, thank you. And then there was two, there's two middle readers that's part, it's kind of like a, kind of probably like a third grade through eighth grade. So not really committing to the, the big, you know, multiple, multiple pages of chapters. They're 150 sure. to 200 pages each. And they're more right. for middle readers. It's called the Place for Magic Lives series. And it kind of takes the, the spell of these two 11 year old cousins who spend a lot of time with their grandfathers and they get sucked into this wormhole that drops them into different situations. The first one that's in the magical woods where all the animals and everything can talk and they're trying to find their way home. And then in the second book, Walking the Plank, they actually get dumped back onto one of Blackbeard's pirate ships. Wow. Sounds like fun. Can Give me your <laughs> – let's uh, tell listeners what your website is, please, and spell it's your name. It's com. So it's L-I-S-A-C-O-L-O-D-N-Y.com. Lisa, I, I think you're terrific. Are you on social media? I am. Facebook. Where can, very good. I'm so glad that we connected with each other, and thank you for calling in. I hope that you and I get to chat a little bit longer on a regular show. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate You're it. You're so welcome. Have a great evening, and thanks for calling in. Hey. Bye. Thank you. My next guest is Brenda McGreech. Brenda has been on my show before. I love her books. It's called The Ben Dixon Sisters. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Hi, Pam. I'm well. Brenda is calling from Canada, and um, I want to hear about your new book. I've not read it yet. I don't know if you sent it or if you sent it to the book review group, but again, that's a good place for everyone to send their books. Um, You can go on their message link, and you'll get some information on Facebook at Book Review Crew, and um, they'll tell you where to send your book for review. Tell us about the third one. What's it called? 
So the third one in the series is called Crossroads Corner, and it features Cameron, who is the oldest sister. And right. uh, Cameron, Cameron's always been the one that uh, took care of her little sisters and was the one that was slated to be the success. But she, uh, she gets mixed up with a fellow who um, turns out to be an embezzler, ends up getting her fired from her job, takes a lot of her money, and she kind of ends up going home with her tail between her tail or her legs a little bit um, and needs to figure out a way to get her grandfather's construction company, which through the earlier two books of the series has been the, the plot that's carried through the series about getting it back to success. Uh, she's going to drag it back up there by her well-manicured fingernails if it's the last thing she does. Um, wow. Of course, so through the original books, we've set the uh, the bad guys up as the Kohlenberg group, group a, right. uh, a comp- competitor, or a competitor in the construction industry. And uh, Cameron ends up meeting Will Danson, who has a young daughter and is a single dad and is also the manager of the Kohlenberg group here in Prince George in the city that Cameron has to go home to. And they end up competing for construction bids and career-making contracts. And, of course, those are the two that we want to see together in the end. Absolutely. There has to be an HEA. Are you starting a new series since you're wrapping up the Vendixon Sisters? I haven't got a new series on the go. I do have a new book in progress. Um, I did debate of actually going back to some of my earlier books and starting a, a secondary book on one of the other characters in my earlier books. But I, I came across, while I was researching ideas, uh, I came across the diary of a World War II Canadian veteran um, that it was a, a scanned copy of this diary on a, a historical site. And it is it just gripped me. And I've decided that my next book is actually going to be still a contemporary romance. But my heroine is uh, a little bit older, in her mid-40s. She is going to try and find out what happened to this a Canadian soldier because the end of the diary in real life uh, just says he's going home but there's no story there's no one has found him or his family yet it's kind of a mystery um, that's been going oh. online uh, for a couple of years in real life no all the people who should know who this man is can't seem to track him down or track down his family so wow. uh, while I'm doing a little bit of that I'm also writing a book about <laughs> about someone else doing the same thing yeah Interesting. Tell everybody where we can find you on the web, please. So I do most of my uh, social media on Facebook. So if mm-hmm. you search Brenda Marguerite, which is B-R-E-N-D-A-M-A-R-G-R-I-E-T, um, you can find me fairly easily there. I do have a website that has all of my books listed, and I'm available on Amazon, Kobo, Nook, all of the usual ebook places. And they are available in print as well through Amazon. I am so glad to talk to you again, Brenda. Um, I can't wait to read the third book. And you and I will talk when that new book comes out, won't we? All right. Thanks, Pam. Thank you. My next guest is, hi, who's this, please? Area code 925. Hello. Hi, Hello. Pam. This is Greg Jolly. How are you tonight? Hi, Greg. How are you? Fine, thank you, and thanks for doing this. I, it, it's just a pleasure to talk to you and to talk thank about the you. book. So thank you. So, t- so tell me about your book, Greg. 
Uh, the new title, Viewfinders, coming out on Thursday, the, the 7th. It's the 10th uh, Dancer Family Suspense novel. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, this one is set primarily um, in the golden era of Hollywood, the 50s and the 60s, rolling through to current day. It's B.B. Dancer's story, and he's caught up in, a, in, in crime and murder and trying to find a way to satisfy his vision, which he often tries to express through his career as a cinematographer, but he keeps getting caught up in um, traps and, and snares of, of intrigue. So it's basically, uh, actually I wrote it as his memoir, um, and so it tracks his life uh, through his time in Hollywood, um, and then later on when he gets involved in crimes in the Midwest and, and how he tries to solve them and then also find his freedom. What is the show. title of the book again? Tell, tell us the title of the book and what day it releases. It's, it's called Viewfinder. That's two Viewfinder. words. Okay. Is yes. it available on uh, Amazon right now? Yes. It's a, no, it'll be on the 7th. Well, on the 7th. My publisher has it for pre-order, um, but it'll be launched on the 7th. Oh, wonderful. Um, you have a master's, uh, uh, a master of arts in writing from U San Francisco, yes. correct? Um, correct, yes. And uh, do, do you still come and visit Ormond Beach? Uh, I actually, I live in Ormond Beach. I've uh, I, I <laughs> spent four years in the Midwest, got a lot of material wow. out of Michigan, and ran from the cold. So I'm down here. I, I have, I have to tell you that my... My entire family, when I was a kid, we went every year to Ormond Beach to vacation. My mom would call the same hotel all the time and say, this is the Stack family. And they'd say, okay, we know, hold two rooms for you. And that was it. Never had to make reservations or, you know, pay in advance. I have another writer friend who lives in Ormond Beach. And for those who are wondering, this is um, a little bit close to Daytona Beach. They run right one city into the next. Um, Greg, tell everybody where we can find you. First of all, your website. Sure. And let me clarify the dancer's name is D A N S E R. Um, right. And the website is thedancers.com. And as you mentioned, the books are all available on Amazon and, and the usual suspects. Um, I have a pretty robust social media presence. And Will again, you tell I'm us where, please? Sure, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Spell your last name for everyone because they may not. It sounds like it's just spelled like Jolly, but it's not. So, would you explain to everybody? Sure. Uh, My last name is Jolly, J O L L E Y. E Y, right. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. I'm really excited about the launch and. The only thing else going on is I just concluded in Flagler Beach covering the Joey Bova Rosado murder trial, and I'm working with oh that my gosh. as far as a Wow. Well, <clears throat> you have to get in touch with me because, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm, I'm drinking actually iced coffee, and I got a little bit, a little tingle in my throat. Um, we have a true crime podcast, and the host is a, an award-winning journalist who is very interested mm-hmm. in Crimes in Florida and elsewhere, true crime. So find me on Facebook. You know where I am. And um, yes. send me a PM and let's talk, okay? This is Greg Jolly. It's J-O-L-L-E-Y. Um, the new book is up for pre-order. 
Craig, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Pam. This was a delight. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I know that you all are waiting. I'm sorry to make you wait so long. I'm thrilled with the turnout. Hi, area code 804. This is Pam. Who am I talking to? Hey, Pam, it's Lindy Walker. How are you? Lindy, hi. Oh, my God, <laughs> Lindy Stevens Walker. You, How are you, my friend? I am good. Thank you. I'm sorry I was late getting onto the call. We got stuck at dinner, and I was, like, running to the car in the parking lot, so my children are still oh, no, waiting no. with my husband inside mm-hmm. the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no. We have, you know, it was open mic night, so there's really no order. I saw your family's Halloween pictures, all of you with your skeleton costumes. They were wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. That Very was my cute. daughter's idea because she bought one for the dog, and then we all had to buy costumes to match the puppy. Not kidding. Oh, how, how, That's how cute. It works. <laughs> That's funny. Tell me about what's happening with you. Are you writing in uh, the Nichelle Clark, or are you starting something um, new? What's happening? <laughs> so there are mm. so many books. My head spins sometimes. Um, <laughs> my schedule's been crazy this year, but it's all it's all a good crazy. I have, so in November, uh, on November 19th, we have the second book in the Faith McClellan series launching. Ah. Which I am just incredibly proud of this book in a way that I've not ever been of anything I've ever written anywhere. Um, it's this is leave no stone, much. correct? Yes. Leave no stone. Yes. Leave no stone. I'm so happy for you. And thank you. I'm excited. It's a little nerve wracking always leading up to launch. And I think that having the hardcovers puts a little bit of an extra edge on that, but it's been so far, all the early readers, all of the, kind writer friends that I had who read it for blurbs have said very nice things and um, I'm hoping it, it finds a good audience and that the people who have been kind and really loved the first book in the Faith McClellan series um, will love this one as much as I do. Well, I want to tell everyone, if you are a Kindle reader, you can get that book right now for five ninety nine in pre-order. It will not always stay that price. So go now to Amazon, Leave No Stone by Lindy Walker. That's L-Y-N-D-E-E Walker. So, and go and order that book. Um, you are pretty prolific. You've written, you know, since we last talked, which was not too long ago, you, um, you had just released another book, and I think that was what did we talk about then? We talked about, uh, we um, talked about deadly, deadly politics. politics in March. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, are you averaging more than two books a year now? It it's it is two a year is what I'm doing right now with my current contracts. I have two different series, and we're trying to do one book a year in in each series. So the. Uh, seventh in a shell book which was deadly politics came out in march and now i have the second faith book out november 19th and then um i just finished the draft on halloween day of the eighth in a shell book which will be out april 21st oh how fun you're busy 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 <laughs> give everyone your website please that's the most important thing i want to get out there first Oh, yes, definitely. It's www.lindywalker.com, and it is L-Y-N-D-E-E. Walker is thankfully spelled conventionally. Um, and uh, then I have social media in all the usual places. Uh, Facebook is Facebook slash Lindy Walker Books. Um, my name is my handle on Twitter, and uh, my daughter made me start an Instagram account 
about six months ago. Well, so I have one of have your, now. Would you have your daughter <laughs> call me so I can start one too? I don't understand any of it. <laughs> I, I really, it. you know, I didn't either, but it's kind of fun to go on there and just see everybody's pictures. I'm the, the more, the longer I'm there, the more into it I get. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, this is Lindy Walker. I, I, she's fabulous. Please remember to send me your Moby file so we can get a review up on Book Review Crew. And yes, congratulations on the new book. You're launching on which day? November 19th. There you go. The fabulous Lindy Walker. By the way, are you still with Thriller Fix? Yes. Yes. So it's such so a great group and so much fun. Bri- briefly tell everyone what Thriller Fix is and how important and how fun it is to be a part of that group. It is just, I mean, it started as a super fun website with a group of mystery and thriller authors who kind of wanted to have a central place for everybody's audience together to discover new books. And it's grown into, I mean, the social media presence is really big. The community on Facebook is really big and really active. And um, it's really fun to see people on there trading you know, book recommendations back and forth and they'll post about what they read recently that they loved. Or we have a lot of people who are really into audiobooks who will share, um, you know, the, the new audiobooks that they love. And we actually even have a, um, the first annual Thriller Fix Awards this year. I know I voted on the website at thrillerfix.com. I I already told you who I already told you who I voted for. Um, And for readers, when you sign up to get their newsletters, you are, really you're going to get free books. I'm not joking with you. Yeah. And these are not unknown authors. These are some of the biggest and the best in the business. I highly recommend it. Lindy, thank you so much for being with me. Go back to your family and at least have dessert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for doing this. This is a fantastic uh, idea and I really oh, appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Thanks for calling in Lindy. Thank you. Have a good evening. My next guest is calling in from area code 908. Hi, this is Pam. Who am I talking to? Hi, it's Tina. Tina Susetic. Oh, I think I know this lady. Tina Susetic <laughs> is one of, my, one of my colleagues in this network. She's the award-winning author and host of Your Book Gardens podcast and radio show. Hi, Tina. Welcome. Hi, thank you. You know, if, if I let out a little squeal, it's because... Shortly after I called in, I had a spider drop down, and I don't know where it went. <laughs> and every time I okay. feel something, it's like, oh, where is it? <laughs> okay, so you you need a lizard in your house, first of all, a little gecko to run around. They'll take care of that real quick. Um, yeah. I actually had one in my in my entrance hall. I have, a, I have a long, you know, hallway when you walk in the front of the of the condo. And there was one there, and I'm deathly allergic to all kinds of spiders. I have a horrible reaction to them. So, you know, I, I'm thinking I'm going to smush it, but I really don't like to smush bugs. So I'm looking around for a piece of paper. I find someone's press release and toss it out the front door. But, you know, I can't have them in the house, obviously. You have a new book out. Tell me about it. I do. It's the um, first book in a new series that I'm starting called um, Darlings of Deadwood. And um, this one is called The Balcony Girl. And uh, it just went up on Amazon today. It's in Barnes and Noble and, you know, all the other places that the, the, the books are at. So actually today, then, I consider it my book birthday today. So Well, congratulations. Very... Happy book birthday. Thank you. And I can't believe this is my 29th book. 
You know, it is amazing to me. I want to let everybody know, too, last year, Tina was our Romance Book of the Year honoree um, for for her book. And um, I'm thrilled that you're part of the Authors on the Air Network. Right now, you can, if you are on Kindle, you can go there and order the book now called The Balcony Girl. It's only $3.99. It will not stay that way. I suggest you go and get it. Um, Tina, you write in a lot of different genres and a lot of different time periods. So, but you also love to read in all those different genres, don't you? I do. Um, and, and it was the radio show that got me into reading more genres than, or genres that I probably never would have read. I mean, it's wow. been, you know, interesting to, you know, kind of expanded my horizons and reading authors that I you know, sometimes never heard of. And uh, right. so, you know, the radio show has been really exciting in that way and, uh, and oh, a lot good. of fun. So, oh, good. Yeah. So you have been recovering from surgery. Um, what is your, when are we going to hear from you again on your radio show? Uh, November, the second Tuesday in November, I'm having, oh, I can't think of her name. I'm actually reading her book right now. I think her last name is Raymond. Um, okay. Uh, You'll tell us. I can't. You'll let us know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called fin- fin- Finagle is the name of the book. So I will be back on the air. Um, is that next week? It would be next week, Tuesday at two it o'clock Central Time. It yeah. Would be. So tell us, give us your website, please. Uh, www.tina t i n a dash susetic s is in Sam u s is in Sam e d i k. Now you have another name. You have a, an alt. You have an alternate ego there, right? That I you do. Write also, and and that yep. would be Anita Kidesu, K I D E S U. It's kind of my name backwards, backwards. reverse. And and yeah. so you reverse. kind of write a little spicier in that particular genre, correct? Right, right. And will so, we see I'm, any new books from Anita? You know, I don't know. I haven't decided yet because um, this new series, The Darlings of Deadwood, is, you know, it's, I'm very excited about it. I'm, I'm writing about strong Good. women who, um, you know, lived in 1879 in Deadwood, South Dakota. And I'm, I'm going to have, you know, come up with um, women who have unusual jobs for that time. Um, so, Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's been fun. <laughs> So, Tell us where you are um, on in social media, please. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, um, geez, all the other ones that I really don't, <laughs> I don't go on too often. I'm there, but <laughs> it's like I just don't have the time. To, I hear you. you. Know, you're busy. I hope you're them. healing. I hope you're healing I up. Um, Tina had shoulder surgery, and so that kind of sidelined her for a while. She was one finger answering emails to me, and so um, I, I hope that you're soon ready to be back full full time. And at, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's doing well. So good. I'm so glad. Thank you for calling in, Tina Susetic, my friend, my colleague, and fabulous award-winning author. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Good night, Tina. Good night. Okay, let's see. My next guest is calling from area code 206. Hi, this is Pam. Who am I talking to? Hey, Pam. It's Boyd Morrison. Boyd! How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you doing? Did you go to BoucherCon? I did. I just got back Sunday night. 
Oh my god! Did you it have a, a wonderful lot of fun. time? It was, it was a yeah. great one. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm always sorry good that I, up with friends. I. It is, isn't it? I I wish I could have gone, but I I just had yeah, to turn two weeks early. Well, usually I I go usually, except that. This year, I went to the inaugural capital crime in London and took some time off. Oh, so I was wow. gone well, for two weeks, so I couldn't. Well, that What's sounds, new and exciting? That sounds pretty good. Got an, you have a new Clive book out, don't you? It comes out tomorrow. It's called Final Option, and it's the 14th so, book in the Oregon Files series. So for those of you who don't know, Boyd Morrison co-writes with – or. Clive Cussler co-writes with Boyd Morrison, and um, they've long been collaborating. The books are magnificent. I love speaking to Clive. He's so much fun. Um, are you doing any standalones at all now, Boyd? I am working on one right now, but I can't really say much about it. Well, that's okay. I just yeah, was wondering but, if uh, you did. It's, it's Hopefully, it'll be done early next year, and then we'll see what happens with it. But uh, in the meantime, I'm also working on my sixth collaboration uh, with Clive on the Oregon series. Wow. So tell us a little bit about the book, please. So for those who don't know the Oregon series, it's about a um, crew of special ops and former CIA um, mercenaries who work on the side of the U.S. government in secret, and they operate from this uh, ship that on the outside looks like a, a tramp steamer that's all rusty and looks like it's about to sink, but on the inside, it's a, a high-tech spy ship with all kinds of weapons and submarines and all kinds of cool gadgets. And um, in, in final option, uh, Juan and his crew meet meet are framed for a crime they didn't commit. And he finds out that the perpetrator is an old nemesis of his from his days in the CIA, who has now come back and is hunting them down with an exact duplicate of the Oregon. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, is this the actual final one of the Oregon series? No, as I said, I'm working on the next one, so never fear okay. there will be more Oregon adventures. Very good. Um, uh, is Clive is still very interested in ships of all sorts, I'm assuming. Oh, yes. He's a, he's a man of many talents and interests. Of course, he created the uh, NUMA organization right. that uh, he also features in his stories that goes and hunts um, uh, shipwrecks. And I, I believe right. his, his organization has found over 50 uh, yep. sunken ships, including the Hunley, which is the first uh, submarine ever to be used in battle. And it was used during the Civil War and found in Charleston Bay. Boyd, when you're not writing, what else are you doing? Well, I, I uh, spend I, – I have a hobby of acting. Um, I knew I, you I've did I've probably that. done – done about 30 plays here in Seattle where I live and uh, actually I'm going on a few auditions in a few weeks so we'll see if I get to do some more but uh, you know the books take up a, a lot of time so it's hard to dedicate two months of rehearsal and performance um, but I love doing it and whenever I get a chance and, and get to uh, do some good shows I, I love doing that. 
But, you know, the interesting thing to me is that you're really using all your creative stuff in different ways. So you're a really creative guy, and I think that's fabulous. And you have some real creative friends who I I really enjoy. Um, We had a chance to sit down together at the last VoucherCon in St. Pete, the the little group of you, (laughs) and it was a lot of fun. fun. It was (laughs) was funny and fun, though. Um, So – this book releases by it's Putnam and Sons, isn't it? Uh, that it's released yeah, yeah, through Penguin, Penguin, Penguin yeah, Putnam. And it comes yeah, out tomorrow, and uh, I'm going down to Phoenix on Wednesday, and uh, we're going to do a book signing down there with Clive, and oh, uh, hosted by the Poison Pen. Uh, but right. it's going to be actually at uh, Clive's uh, car collection down there. Oh, fabulous! And so it's um, going to be a ticketed t- event. How wonderful. That sounds like so much fun. Tell everyone your website, please. Yes, it's boydmorrison.com. That's B-O-Y-D-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N. And uh, my social media links are all on my homepage there. Okay. What um, what would we be interested to know about you that you don't put in your bio? That I don't put in my bio? Gosh, I think yeah. I- put everything in there that I can. Um, let's see. Uh, that uh, my my dad actually served as the inspiration for the hero in my own Tyler Locke series um, because he was he was a pretty amazing guy. He was an engineer, went to MIT and fought in, in World War II in the Army and knew um, four languages. And so he was, wow. he was a really amazing guy and and so he's you know it's i i write my hero and people sometimes think he's unbelievable but you know it's pretty much what my dad was able to do so you know that's i i don't think i've put that in a in a bio before i think that's really cool and 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 you know kudos to you for for honoring your dad like that the book is called final option it's clive Cussler and boyd morrison um this is the sixth one you've written in the oregon series correct uh, fifth one, and we're fifth working one. on six. One now. working on six. Have fun at at your book signing. Enjoy yourself. It sounds like a blast. Thank you, and thanks for doing this, Pam. I really appreciate uh, it. You know, anytime, Boyd. I'm always I'm always glad to have you on whenever you want. Okay. Okay. Hope to see you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. My final guest, who I'm sure is tired of waiting, is calling from area code five zero five. Hi, this is Pam. Who am I talking to? Hi, Pam. Can you hear me? I can. Good. Uh, I, this is Joe Bedell. Hi, Joe. And, uh, you know, how you, you doing? And I, you and I met the very first time I was at Thriller Fest in 2013. You were standing in the book room doorway holding up your book. And I went up to you and I said, my name is Pam Stack. I, I'm from Authors. I'm a radio talk show host. I'm from Authors on the Air. I remember it as clear as day. You gave me your book and signed it. That's how much I remember you, Joe. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> I'm so glad you did, too. You have a new book releasing, don't you? I do. It, it'll be out on the 12th of November. It's the third in my uh, Curtis Chronicles series. The book is called Justice, and uh, the uh, the interesting thing about this whole series is, un- unlike most series where you'll have a protagonist and the protagonist will carry through 
throughout the series, um, I had such a wonderful antagonist in the first book that I've carried him over into this throughout the series. How fabulous. And so, uh, Tell us a little bit about you're published with John Mars Group, aren't aren't you? I mean John Robb's Group. That's right. Right. Tell us a little. Let's um, let's talk about this book now because I want to say, listeners, Joseph Vidal's book had so many hits on our book review page. Um, Readers were blown away by the review and by how fascinating this story is. Will you talk a little bit about justice, please? You bet. Um, Well, as I said, we've got the the same protagonist and same antagonist, and this whole series started – it was inspired by actual events, a story told to me by a doctor friend of mine at a dinner party, and I was so blown away by the story, which was primarily the – foundation of book number one, The Motive, uh, Mm -hmm. that I left the dinner party before dinner was served to my wife's uh, absolute chagrin. So I, uh, uh, anyway, uh, the justice is essentially a a timely, has a timely subject uh, about human trafficking. And Mm. uh, our our antagonist, uh, Lonnie Jackson, has now ensconced himself in Nicaragua and is running a an international human trafficking ring. And uh, Matt and Renee Curtis, who uh, Jackson has been after uh, for a couple of years, is, uh, gets, gets caught up in uh, the machinations of Jackson's ring. So it's, uh, uh, like I said, it's very timely. Uh, Boy, we're hearing more and more about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was just going to say that the research I, it was just there was so much material so uh, much. about what's going on. So the interesting thing yeah. to me is, you know, people assume that human trafficking is going on in some place other than the United States, and you and I know that is not true. Uh, that's exactly right. In fact, one of the one of the biggest human trafficking destination locations in the world is the United States. Yep. And uh, it's I mean, it's just it was a shocker to me when I uh, when I learned that. Yeah, it's a it's a horrible thing. And to be trafficked in the way that the some people are and it's by the way men and women boys and girls so i don't want anyone That's to right. think it's just young girls it is there are times when i i mean i've i'm a certified victim advocate so i hear about these things all the time i work with crime victims but um there may be someone who's sold into a family to be the housekeeper cook and sex slave for one or both of the people in the family, uh, you know, there it's not just sex rings for young girls and young boys. There, it's the, it's like a spider's web. There are so many different threads going through it. You can't really paint an adequate picture of how uh, how widespread it is, can you, Joe? No, no, it's it's it, it's staggering. And, and the the thing you got to keep in mind is if, if you pull up the statistics on the internet, that's only the statistics that are reported. Reported, so, right. You know, think, think of all the victims who don't have the ability to report anything. Right. Um, it, it, I mean, it, 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 
the the estimate is that for every victim that they're aware, the law enforcement is aware of, there may be three or four more uh, that they're not aware. I think there's probably more than that. I really believe that in my heart and soul. You know, it isn't just people being smuggled over in in uh, uh, transport trucks or in shipping containers. You know, you you have no idea how widespread it is. Um, so, Joe, let me ask you something. With Justice, does this finish up the Curtis Chronicles, or will you be writing another one? No, I, I will be. In fact, there's a little bit of a teaser at, in the, at the end of the book um, because a rogue CIA agent winds up getting hold of Lonnie Jackson's uh, ill-begotten uh, wealth and mm. calls up Matt and Renee and says, I've got an idea. And so I think oh, Chase. <laughs> so we'll see what we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, that that's it's always, you know, why 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 do you do these things, right? It's not the the who or anything else, it's the big why. Um I want to let everybody yeah. know that just right now Justice which releases shortly is um on the 12th of November is up for pre-order on Kindle for 4.99. When that book is out, it will not stay that way. So you really have to go and pre-order. Um, our review team raved about this book. I think there are, I don't even know how many hits on this. I, I have the information written down someplace. But let me look and I'll tell you how many people love this book. Before it's even released, there were over 4,500 hits on this review alone so um joe Badal, tell everyone where we can find you on the web oh uh, thank you pam uh my uh, uh website is joseph Bedell. that's b-a-d-a-l books.com and i'm on facebook and twitter and instagram and and uh um and very active on email as well Joe, are you going to tour for this book at all? Uh, I am. Uh, m- most of my touring anymore is done uh, social media, uh, uh, right? Through social media, but uh, I do support uh, uh, independent bookstores, and so uh, I have a number of book signings already set up with independent bookstores. Will we find those events on your website? You will. Um, and uh, uh, also, all of my, all fifteen of my novels can be uh, ordered through any bookstore in the country. So that's fabulous. I hope you'll come and speak to me on Authors on the Air in a regular interview, so we can dive a little bit more in depth with the Curtis Chronicles and the other books that you've written. I would be honored. Thank you. I would be honored to have you back, sir. Um, this is Joe Vidal, B A D A L. One of the nicest men I've ever met in crime fiction. Um, I promise you, if you have a chance to go out and meet Joe at a book signing, please go. He's the nicest man. He knows everybody. He introduced me to a bunch of people. In the in the good old days when Barnes & Noble had the book room at Thriller Fest, um, sadly they do not now. But um, But thank you for calling in. I so appreciate it. Oh, it's my, my pleasure. Thank you very much. And I hope to talk to you soon, Joe. Thank you so much for calling in. Good night. Bye, Pam. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, friends, that's wrap. That's a very good first night. I want to remind you that if you need to find a new book to read, go to newandbooks.com or go by our Facebook page called Book Review Crew. You'll see all kinds of books there, every genre there is. Let me just mention a few people that I know who have come out with new books. If you haven't haven't heard about it, Lee Child has a new Reacher book out called Blue Moon. It's absolutely incredible. Um, my my local friend, uh, Lisa Black, who is, by the way, a crime scene investigator for one of the cities in the county where I live, has a new book called Let Justice Descend. Um, Anthony J. Tata, Tony Tata, has a new book out called Double Crossfire, Double Crossfire, and it's excellent. Um, Linda LaPlante, who is a sensation in the UK, also has a new book out called She's Out. Um, thank you so much for being with me and participating in this great experiment. I think we'll do it again in December. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.